Hi everyone, welcome back to the TLC podcast. A lot has happened since our last episode and we held back on putting out episodes as we both wanted to do the work and to give the space to the black voices. From now on, every single one of our episodes is going to be dedicated to a specific cause that we both really care about and want to draw more attention to. This week's episode will be dedicated to Sister Space, which is a charity dedicated to supporting African and Caribbean heritage women and girls affected by domestic and sexual abuse. The Hackney Council have decided that they should return to Shopfront Building, which is an unsafe area. We ask you to click on the links that will be in the description of this podcast. Please sign the petition. If you can donate to the GoFundMe, please do. Write to your MP and stay up to date on their socials to see if there are any updates that need our attention. So in this week's episode, we have a little catch-up, don't we? Yeah. little catch-up... Um... We saw each other for the first time a couple of days ago and we want to get straight back into doing the podcast. Yeah, we get we have some some chats about what we've been up to, some dating life updates. <laughs> Lots of dating life updates. Some fun <laughs> and exciting life changes. Um yeah, I'm excited for everyone to to listen to this episode, see what we've been up to, and I'm so nervous. Yeah. <laughs> You're very nervous. You're so very nervous. nervous. I don't really do it. It's but, fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great. But yeah, enjoy the episode, and we can't wait for you guys to see what we have planned for the future. Okay, we'll speak to you soon, and enjoy the episode. Bye. Bye. I'm Venus Sabino, and I'm Natalie Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everybody and welcome back to the TLC podcast with me Venus Libido and me Natalie Byrne coming well it's not live coming to you from our bedrooms um we have seen each other we have seen each other um (laughs) lockdown is you know easing and currently everyone's just going back to normal at the moment but we we did see each other last week didn't we which was lovely yeah this week this Monday Oh, was it this week? Oh, yeah. Gosh, don't even know what day it is anymore. <laughs> time is um, non-existent. Yeah. What is time? What is it? It is nothing. It is. <laughs> it's a construct. It's a social construct. Social construct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was good to see you. I miss you so much. I, I know. needed that so much. What How long did we work day. out? How long did we work out it'd been since we'd seen each other? Like five like months? Like five months, yeah. That's not cool, mad, man. Not cool. Yeah, not cool, Corona. Not cool. <laughs> cool at all. <laughs> um, but we did it. We made it through. We came out stronger than ever. But yeah. I mean, yeah. It was tough, but we're here now. Well, this is kind of like what this episode's going to be about, isn't it? Is the fact that we've come out the other side stronger and new people and a lot We've learned a lot about ourselves. Yeah. We have changed. <laughs> well, I, I hope I've changed. Well, we're kind of the same, but I've definitely, my mind, like who I was before. Do you remember, like, when was it? It was like the second week of lockdown when I messaged you and I was like, I've got something to tell you. And I was like, I, I think I'm ready to date again. <laughs> 
great timing. It was right? great timing. I was like, I think I would like someone that would be nice. Oh. <laughs> At the beginning of lockdown. You know, it's so funny because I became single. You you were like ready to start dating again. And then two of my other good friends became single and it was just like we were all just like so depressed during lockdown because we were like we're ready to date and like we can't and it was just like so many people were in the same situation and yeah it was very it was very it was hard but yeah thankfully we have phones and cameras so yeah oh my goodness yeah yeah I remember I messaged you because I haven't been like ready to I've been single for like coming up two years that's mad that's such a long time 23rd of august so it's been two years um and yeah i just haven't been ready like i've i don't like to admit it but i've got to be honest i was a little bit of a ghoster um not that i would like meet people it's usually like i would talk on an app with someone we'd arrange a date and then i would check it out every really? time just like constantly the whole two years i was just not ready to be vulnerable with someone um yeah why do you think why do you think that was i think i spent so long being in relationships my whole life and not even just like good ones mm. it was so toxic and messy and my last relationship was six years and within that i remember thinking like Um, there was a moment when I was doing therapy when I was like 23 and I was learning a lot about myself and I was like discovering that um, I was just afraid of being alone and so in the back of my mind throughout those whole six years I was always thinking like if we break up I really want to spend a good chunk of time alone because I haven't really ever Um, Mm. I would jump from toxic relationship to the next one without even a moment to think or even heal and yeah. so I was just carrying it all with me. And even mm. though I was in a really healthy relationship and there was definitely some really great guys, um, I had work to do on myself. Um, yeah. And Hannah Witten, who's a YouTuber, she did a, a video on, I think she was single for like a good chunk of time. And she said like, I feel like nothing can come at me and there's nothing I can do um that like anything can come at me and I'll be able to tackle it and I remember watching that video still in a relationship like I want that that's what I want I want that feeling um yeah and so yeah and actually um I've recently been very briefly in touch with my ex and I felt nothing I was like oh my god what a win (laughs) I was like yes like oh my god I'm finally over him like that's wild and we had just like the best little chit chat it wasn't Mm. that long um but it was just nice to be like wow I had a relationship with someone who was for six years who was a really good person that you know no regrets I think we learned a lot we were like each other's best friend and I'm don't hold so much anger and resentment because it was a good relationship and it's just a nice nice feeling to have um Whereas, like, you know, I still am quite scared to go to the same pub that I know some of my exes will be at. Like, it's just, you know, that feeling of just when you've had a really awful, uh, toxic relationship, there's always, you're never going to be able to kind of 
um well maybe maybe that's i don't know it's just it's different it's completely different so mm. yeah um i feel really good and so that's i've good. been at the beginning of lockdown been like reading books about love and like listening to all these podcasts and just i'm fucking afraid like whew, she's afraid of what getting back on the boat of getting hurt oh okay and also dating with like the apps like i've never been with someone when they've had that te- kind of technology on their phone um really so, yeah so i have been cheated on a lot when i was really young mm. um and so it was like it's just like you know you hear about people being in relationships and like secretly being in the apps and yeah I've definitely seen a few of my friends partners and there's been drama there um so i don't know i just as as like uh someone who's 28 and not really dated with apps it's like you know yeah it's a lot it is a lot to take on and there's so much to navigate now especially like you said there's just so much technology around people being able to be a bit more sneaky sneaky about what they're doing and i guess that kind of it does scare you but in terms of like getting hurt i think i think you're always at some point in your life or in any relationship in any new relationship you have you're always going to get hurt at some point whether it's like small or big you just have to you i think it's i think it's kind of naive to think that you're you're never going to get hurt in any relationship so you always have to kind of expect it to be there at some point whether it's an argument or whether it is a breakup or whether it's like you find out something you don't like about that person you i just think it's so important to prepare yourself that everybody makes mistakes and if someone intentionally hurts you then you need to you need to have that kind of strength to know that you will be okay without that person. And that's something I've definitely learned over lockdown is like coming out of a nine year relationship. I thought like, Oh my God, how am I going to get through life without this person who I lent on for nine years? Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I say, to, I message you like quite often saying, Oh, I've learned this new thing that I would have asked my ex to do, or I can do this. And I would have asked him to do it. And it's just like, you can do everything you want to do in life without, that other person being there yeah so like obviously when those shit times come or that that pain comes just remember that you will be okay because everything you have done in your life you've done by yourself already and you can do by yourself absolutely i think it's like for me what i've definitely realized i'm reading this book that i would super recommend um called women who love too much and i know i've been like bringing up with you all the time um just like looking at my childhood and being a child of an alcoholic and and seeing that although I'm in a really good place I still have lingering issues and I'm just like ready I just at the beginning of lockdown I was like okay if I want a relationship then I have to be willing to like work on this stuff right Mm. so yeah I've been having some realizations um one thing is I'm definitely uh have always had a sense of wanting to control everything and so that's that fit that's that's the whole fear of being hurt is like yeah in when I feel that fear I had this and this is why like I'm you know I read somewhere that was like the reason why a lot of women are successful in their businesses or careers is usually 
the reason why they're not successful in their romantic mm. relationships and I'm like oh my god that's so true because I love control um it's the same thing with my job like it's it's the reason why I'm good at my job that I'm like would do anything to make this work and just do like as much just do the most right control yeah. control control um even if that means like controlling my productivity controlling money like whatever and then that thing that has enabled me to get to where I am I can st- totally see it is the reason why I push people away it's the reason why I didn't want to let people in it's the reason why I can hold on to uh, little things it's the reason why um, I can often make like ultimatums like mm. and I keep lists and like oh I don't know it's just I feel like I am really I don't know I'm just having realizations and I and I think I'm a healthy person but um definitely the last few weeks I realized maybe I'm not the base best at communicating which is crazy because that's like my job (laughs) and I don't know I've just been so good in like being single and been like fucking feeling like a badass boss bitch and um to the point where like I think I went too far where I became Mm. so comfortable being single where I became like so like I don't need anyone like this hard exterior which I think I needed and I think is really cool and I love that I have that but like even just talking to boys it was like breaking that down Mm. while also keeping it it, it's like this weird balance that I have um I've tried to let go basically yeah are you worried about letting people into your space because you've worked so hard at what you've created that you're scared that someone's going to come along and kind of burst that bubble or I don't like it when people let me down. That's a big thing. That's my whole mm. dad's problem. Like, you know, being a child of an alcoholic, you know, having, um, you know, saying I have memories of when he was meant to pick me up from places and didn't turn up and, and that feeling of, I can't rely yeah. on you. Like, I can't rely yeah. on you. Like, don't rely on him. And it's like that same thing I totally bring into my love life, which is like, if someone lets me down, like I'm cold, I'm cold, like I'm, mm. oof, I'm like gone, like yeah. you won't ever see me again, you'll never speak to me again, it's like, like the whole thing I said about my ex, like we chit-chatted, and um, I remember him saying like, he knew that he had to think really carefully about a breakup, because he knew that he was never going to get a second chance, that he was never going to speak to me again, basically, because I'm like that, mm. um, yeah. and I think that that's a kind of can be healthy but I'm basically just realizing like every part of how I act in relationships is it has been a direct impact of my relationship with my dad oh. <laughs> a lot. yeah but I just need to let go and like I've had so many conversations with you about you know I yeah. and I think that if we're gonna have really empowering episodes about being single and uh, breakups I think it was important to also share that like 
I want to be in a, I want to be booed up. And that's hard yeah. for me for some reason. Um, mm. Because I'm scared. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you though. Like I'm the same, you know, as so, soon as someone like messes me around or doesn't turn up like, and like say the right thing that's it like you don't get a second chance with me and I'm I'm very I do it with my friendships as well like all of my friends know like if they if they do something really terrible to me once that's it like I don't want that kind of energy in my life and I think especially as you get older you're just like that friendship list and the people you let in your life get smaller and smaller because you just don't have time for this shit anymore um but I've de- I definitely like was like that when I started dating at the start of the year, and it's just like as soon as someone like starts being doesn't st- say the right thing or or doesn't like what's the what am I trying to say like yeah if they say the wrong thing or if they don't respect me in a way that I want to be respected like that's it like I don't I don't communicate with you anymore like there was so many times when men were like I would have like long conversations with them you know, end up adding them on social media and chatting and then seeing what I do for a living. And then they'd be like, they'd say something quite derogatory towards me and because of what I do. And I was like, well, that's it. That's, I'm done now. And then they'd like message me like two weeks later saying, oh, how come you've not replied to me? And I'm like, well, and I don't reply. And it's just like, maybe take a minute to think about what you've just said. <laughs> like, I'm very cold. Like, honestly, I think this is why I don't do well on social media because I can just... As soon as someone upsets me on there, I'm just like, goodbye. Yeah, but I think that Whereas, that's also been... Because you, you, when you do cool things, I'm like, oh my God, are you scared? And you're like, nah. But yeah. do you think that that's also what I said about like the reason why a lot of women are successful in their careers is can be the same reason why they're, I don't know, back, like struggle with people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think... I'm really like business savvy like I think I know when to say no and like I'm getting better at it at least I think you're really good at it yeah and I think but I think I do carry I have started to carry that over into relationships so like the relationship I'm in now whenever that like before with my ex if he'd annoyed me or upset me I would just let that linger and then I'd have it come out in a way that was really unhealthy but now as soon as that the person I'm with now annoys me or upsets me or does something that I think I would not do that to you I just like say it straight yeah and I think they they I know they appreciate that I'm like that and I'm glad I'm like that because I like I get out yeah and like I was saying to you before we started recording this earlier like I just I'm so abrupt with what I say to people now because it's like if I'm not honest about how I'm feeling then we'll just go around in circles and I'm just, I'm too, I don't have time for that. Yeah, I've learned this from you. <laughs> yeah, like from just, you. just communicate. Yeah, communication is what makes the world go around. And if someone upsets you or you want something from someone and they're not, they haven't picked up on that vibe or that energy, then I just think it's best to just say it how it is. Yeah, be direct. Yeah. Totally. So interesting. Like, so, you t- touched on, you've got a new boo. <laughs> that. Yeah. That's a new life update. It is a new life update. Um, yeah, so I've got a new man in my life. Um, it was really funny because before lockdown, 
I was like on the dating apps and I was like, okay, I'm going to go dating. I'm going to like experiment, like try to go on dates with like, try to sit up dates with girls and try to set up, set up dates with like other people. And it was just so difficult trying to like pin people down or like find the right kind of vibe. And then I went on this one, the first, first date I went on from like a dating app. Oh, God, I remember. It was the first fucking one. I was like Isn't so it after excited. the shadow shoot or was that the second date oh no that was the second yeah because i think we were speaking about it yeah so it was like my first like ever date like in my entire life like i've never been on a date before (laughs) and i was just like i don't know why i'm laughing (laughs) you've been in a relationship for 10 years you're saying you've never been on a date come on no because even before that i was in a five-year relationship and there was no like break in between yeah, but you've been I've, a date a date you can no. have a date with your boyfriend no but like a date with a stranger like yeah, i've yeah, never yeah. been on a date before wow. and i like turned up and it was just like we just got on so well and then from that from then on i was like really busy with work and i didn't have time to like go on any other dates so i just kept seeing this one guy and it just worked out and then i was like oh for god's sake <laughs> this is my <laughs> this is not in a, like say, in a bad yeah. way, but like in a it's way. It always like, happens when you're like, I want to be single, like I yeah. want to just do me, and then boom, the perfect guy appears. It happens yeah, and way. I was just like, oh, for God's sake, I was literally gonna like this year was gonna be my year of being single, and then that's just not happened. But it's it's going really well, and um, we really like each other. So yeah, I'm very happy. He makes me happy, which is nice. Yeah, we met. I thought he was great. Super fun. Yeah. Yeah. He's a bit of a nutter, which I like. He makes me laugh. <laughs> you need that. You're you're crazy as well. Yeah, like he <laughs> we do have like we do laugh a lot together, which is really, really good. And he's a bit younger than me, which I like as well. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got toy boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I like that he's younger. he's not it's funny because i love that i do find that term toy boy really funny but he's like more set in life than i am like he has his own place like and i just i'm far from that (laughs) um but i'm just like you know what it's cool like i like it yeah you guys are like official when did you guys make it official let's tell the story oh my god the it is actually a really funny story um so he asked me out two months ago and i was like we already had the conversation of like, okay, we're not on the dating apps anymore. And then I was around his house and he was like, he asked me, he said to me once, like, oh, when, when, when can I call you my girlfriend? And I thought it was, a, I thought he was joking and I just like brushed off. And then the well, you laughed or something. Yeah. I was just like, I was actually, no, I said, oh, not yet. I don't think I was actually ready, but I also found it. I thought he was joking. Mm. but he apparently he wasn't and then like a couple of weeks <laughs> and then a couple of weeks later he we were like sat on my sat on his sofa and he was like um so can I can you be my girlfriend yet and I was like and he would he does not let this go I was like um yeah yeah right then <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what I said that's so funny that's He's so like, funny oh why did you have to i'm i'm thinking um, about that i was like i don't know but yeah all right then <laughs> can you imagine if that's like someone's answer when they propose um, yeah all right yeah, yeah, yeah all right, why, why well <laughs> why not <laughs> uh, so yeah 
now I've been boyfriend and girlfriend. I hate that. I hate those words. I hate you boyfriend and girlfriend. Partner. I think it's I always cute. say partner. Mm. Yeah, because I just feel like it makes me feel like a child. Um, okay. Goof. Goof. Yeah. I just don't like it. Because I don't... It's also like... It's different. The whole thing with like... Yeah. And the whole what thing with like gen- gender as well right. bothers me about, you know, saying girl or boy it really I don't know it just I don't feel comfortable with it yeah. so I'd rather just use like an umbrella term of you saying the word partner yeah. I just feel more comfortable saying that because like I'm still I'm still exploring that part of myself as well so yeah. um yeah but yeah that, that's what's going on with so me so cute I'm gonna so I've started a I've started a YouTube channel as well and I'm gonna try and do some videos with him so everyone can like meet him and because he does it really so yeah I think it'll be so funny um yeah you guys bounce off each other really nicely yeah so what's your situation because I don't know if you want to talk about it obviously you don't, you don't want to name names but I don't know like what where, where what do you want how do you what I don't know <laughs> Could you see? Look how much I'm blushing. I'm just like, no, no. This is like fear. Like it's shining through my face. Look how good I wear. <laughs> um, no, like, I, I think you should talk. I think you should. I think you should talk about it. So, oh my god, I'm so red. I can't believe how red I've been. How wow. you find it? You find it really hard to. You've been finding it really hard the last two years to let people in and to date, and now you're you are you are dating. And you're dating someone who I think sounds like a dream for you. And you're happy. So I think you should talk about it. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, like, that's talking about you. No, it's not talking about me. Oh my God, this is crazy. I can't believe, like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> oh my god i'm turning into a 15 year old little girl okay so tell me about tell tell our listeners come on tell our listeners about what is going on in your dating life so um i was like okay i'm ready to date like let's go on the apps like you know like everyone was doing it was actually really like great because i usually hate apps but i felt like because of the pandemic everyone wanted to chat more um, yeah. which was really nice and then venus had the uh, repercussions of all of this so every week i was like this is the guy like i'm gonna go on a date with this guy and it was like every week it was a different guy and then they would say something that was wildly offensive or really disturbing or you know like this do you remember that guy that i was like he, he said that his ex had my name mm. went to my uni did the same thing as me and like did a bunch of other stuff with me and I'm like okay thanks thanks for thanks for telling me I suppose that was weird like why did you bring that up yeah so you know it was I think it was really good for me because I like chatting um that's my real podcast because I like to chat (laughs) I think I'm pretty funny um but then you know lockdown started to ease and these guys would be like okay let's like meet up for like a little like walk picnic date or whatever and I would be like, okay, we're going to do it. We're going to go on a date. And then we just had the repercussions of me. It would come to like the day before and I'd be like, I'm not going. I'm not going. Yeah. Nah. nah. Nah, nah, nah. I'm not feeling it. Like, I don't know. The chat started to like, I don't know. It was just, 
I didn't want to go on a date just for the sake of going on a date. Yeah. Which I probably in hindsight should have done because I do think that talking on an app is different. And I think just meeting new people is just fun. Um, But I think because of the Corona anxiety, I I was a bit like, "Mm," you know, I was like, you know, so that happened. Then I (coughs) saw (laughs) um, my fuck buddy. And Mm. um, I was like, ah, like afterwards I was so upset because I was like, I'm going backwards. Like I've decided this new thing and I've decided what I want. And I'm like retreating back into like Mm. safety into, you know, and this guy's great and we're friends. Um, But like, it was like, it felt like, you know, this huge pandemic happened and I went back into my old routine. Um, And so after that I was like, okay, no, like, let's just, we got it. We got to come on, keep it moving. Keep it, keep your like goals and what I wanted it forward. Um, And so, yeah, I, matched like like I said um I had a little problem with like I'm just a terrible replier I'm really sorry to everyone who needs to a, a reply from me I'm really sorry um yeah and this guy on paper was just like not my type but really uh in like creative job and that was probably the main thing I was just like hmm, creative job the chat was great I think we chatted for like quite a few weeks and then we went on date and I cancelled the first one. I like made some bullshit excuse because I got so afraid. I was like, I'm scared. I'm scared. And I went for a run. Um, do you remember I went on a run with my new Gymshark set and I started my period and I period You started everywhere. your period. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. because of that, I was like, okay, I'm going to cancel date. I feel like I've cried on my run I like called my mum to come get me because everyone was looking at me because I was it was busy it was a Saturday and then um yeah I was just like you know what we're just gonna go we're just gonna we're just gonna do this if I want like to date then I have to date you know you have to go out there go and do it uh, we did it and it was just best first day like one of the best first dates I've ever had and it wasn't like we didn't anything spectacular it was just you know, we just got on and I felt really relaxed and I think that that's really, like, doesn't happen for me often. Um, mm. Just, you know, that spark and that chemistry. Um, so, yeah. And it's still, you're still seeing each other now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God, you're making me so proud. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, I think what I've said to a lot of people and I said to you is like, because this is so new for me, um, like just dating and like spending time with someone, um, like in a, in a cute way. Um, I've realized that it's almost like he's holding up a mirror to my own shit. Like, yeah. Um, making me realize that like, not that anything's ever said. I just think that when you start being vulnerable with someone and you spend time with someone new, um, you know, especially like, we kind of have really different um like family lives and really different uh, we come from different worlds basically and I think that has been extremely positive for me whether it lasts or not I feel like I've learned so much already just by Mm. being myself with someone new um taking weekends off doing fun things having fun things planned every week um and just like you know what 
I really missed, I'm going to cry, I really missed that cute side to me and I told you that on Monday. I, I haven't seen this like cute, vulnerable, like soft side of mine, which yeah. um, I really missed her. And I've seen her with like, obviously with platonic friendships and how caring I can be for my friendships. I've seen her come out, but it's different when it's, mm. you know, when it's a romantic thing. And yeah. so, yeah, I'm just trying to be in the moment and present and enjoying it however long it lasts. And, you know, I think I've just, that's the way that I'm approaching it. And, you know, on our podcast about breakups, Anna spoke about expectations, about how we shouldn't, you know, a lot of us get hurt because we place expectations on people um, that they have never agreed to or, like, said they would. Mm. So, you know, I'm just, I'm really enjoying it. And um, I feel like who I was pre-lockdown um is wildly different um yeah 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 I think that's good and I think I think it's always I think it's an interesting conversation to have when we talk about expectations and navigating when someone's life is completely different to yours whether it's like you know to do with money or a career or like materialistic objects it's it's so I th- I I I'm really interested in like human interaction and like all of that anyway. But just the things you've spoke to me about in the past about your worries about your life compared to theirs, I've then like gone oh I've not thought about that before. And then I've done that in my relationship and been like oh that person's got that and I don't have that. How do I feel about that? And like trying to navigate those things and those emotions and. I think it's I think it's really interesting. Can we talk a bit about um like uh class anxiety because that's been a major mm. thing that we Yeah, I think we've both about. done. Yeah. Yeah, so like you know my family we live in a council house and we don't have a lot of money and then when I go to my boyfriend's place like he has his own house like his his family, you know, they do okay, and I, 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 but you know, they seem pretty set. Um, and I like to start with, I was, I was embarrassed for him to come to my house because I live in a council house, and it's like, I'm embarrassed. Like I still live with my parents, and I'm nearly thirty, and like for me, that was like a massive anxiety. Yeah. I, well. I feel the same way so I can't exactly be like yeah this is how you work through it because we both feel that way you know I I think after the second date I had a complete freak out in the girl group and I was like I can't see this guy anymore we're from two different worlds mm. um and everyone just like spoke to me like and it was actually really nice to have that conversation because then everyone said oh I'm you know my family has we come from money and I'm dating someone who isn't and, and like we don't care and it was just so nice to hear how that impacts people's relationships yeah about how that there is um I know it was just so nice that that's I wasn't mm. alone in that feeling I suppose and that there are so many people that date outside of their class like whatever that means yeah. um and just even my friends who were getting married um 
she was like my parents are you know quite wealthy and my my partner isn't and I don't care like I don't Mm. care my parents don't care and I I really needed to hear her like people yeah I think it's when you are on the opposite end of like you don't have money and more for me it was more the fact that I live with my parents still is a big issue because it's a it's a big issue in my own life let alone letting someone else come into that world but it's just like it is very hard to ignore those facts and to like be comfortable with it like because it's something we're working with ourselves still internally yeah but you told you had a good talking to me didn't you you were like you sound like you're ashamed and that you've got nothing yeah. to be ashamed of Absolutely yeah nothing to be ashamed yeah of. and we also have to you know i know that i wouldn't be doing my job if i didn't have that security especially right mm. in the beginning yeah um i also yeah. know that most people when they move out and go to uni and then they never come back home they've spent the majority of time they will ever do in their lives with their parents like that's it they will mm. they've spent the majority of the time so i know that i've been able to rebuild and also help out um are you okay yeah sorry <laughs> my batteries my batteries low okay how long have we been talking for i don't know who but knows anyway. we're having a good chit chat <laughs> yeah i think that i think it's 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 because it's my insecurity because i i am also living with my parents we have no money like I think for me it's like that I view people that have money like their grandparents are saying at Christmas like you know do you really want to marry that broke Mm -hmm. girl like that's what I imagine people with money do where they have Mm. like the pressure to like they have tons of money like they don't want the when they die for you know and then obviously there's like a racism issue for me that's always been like a thread in meeting new people like oh my god are you gonna have racist grandparents like oh my god yeah um but yeah I think what I've learned is people with money don't care like they're sorted like they're fine the reason why we are anxious about it is because um our direct issues and, and the working class all their problems and anxieties would be solved by having money so it, yeah it, it's like a constant thing you're anxious about it you're always anxious about it and i think um it's like this hand to mouth hand to mouth but with people yeah. that have like working class i guess people that don't have money are thinking about money all the time mm. and then people that have money they're sorted they're like relaxed. Yeah. like they don't they don't worry about money they have issues and they probably have you know divorces heartbreaks cancer like you know people have issues and pain but people that don't have money there all their problems will be solved by just having money yeah well we like to think so anyway but then you know and so it's like you can say money doesn't solve issues but the people that need money all their problems will be solved by having money obviously it doesn't make them happy and yeah doesn't fix everything yeah but it's it's a really interesting conversation to have when it comes to money and relationships because I've never, if anything, I've kind of been more the posher one when I've dated mm. people. Um, oh, really? Maybe my ego like that, which is, mm. you know. And it was like holding up a mirror and for the first time in my life. Like, wow, I'm, I think I'm a, 
I, I never felt as insecure um, about my background then when, you know. And then I mm. was like, no, you don't need to put on like tons of necklaces or, or buy an expensive dress to impress them. Just be yourself. Like, yeah. be yourself. Yeah. That's what I've been telling myself. And, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, yeah, having that conversation with you like a while ago about being worried about money and showing someone what your life is like because you don't have it is something that I've kind of overcome a long, long time ago. Um, and I, this is why I wanted to have that conversation with you is because it's not anything to do with the way that that person's going to judge you. It's you're, you're judging yourself right it was me and and it's really it's really heartbreaking and it's a sad thing that we do that to ourselves because it's not I I like to think that I I surround myself with people that don't care about material things I'll try not to cry because it is really shit (laughs) it's such a shit topic isn't it (laughs) that's what this is for and I think so many people are going to resonate with Mm. this Every time we talk about anything working class, I get messages from people saying thank you so much for talking about that. Yeah, I think I'm just really, I've just been thinking about money a lot the last couple of months, especially in lockdown and like the closer 30 gets to me and just thinking like, fuck, I still don't have anything. I still don't have money in the bank. I still don't have savings. I, and it's not because I don't work hard. Like I've worked hard my whole life. I've had a job since I could fucking work. And I just still feel like I'm in this just like this hole of never getting out of it. And this is, this is the thing. It's just like people who are working class who, or who don't have a lot of money, it's very hard to get to the next level, isn't it? Without some form of like miracle or luck or something happening to you. And it's, it's, it is very rare. And I think I, this is why I have such a bad relationship relationship with social media is because I'm so frustrated with working hard and watching people succeed on well apparently succeed on whatever we see on social media whether it's fake or not it's so draining and it's just like I which is I want to do and I don't even know where to begin like I don't have the kind of knowledge or the background or the understanding on like where to even begin or start this or the funding or probably wouldn't even be able to get a loan from the bank like I just I don't I don't know it's just something I've been really playing on my mind lately like how can I better myself so that I don't just stay on this like level of being unhappy with money and having an unhealthy relationship with money because I don't want to be like that for the rest of my life yeah you know what i think we need to have b on the next episode b has got a podcast about money with bbc sounds i believe i'll link it in the show notes and they talk a lot about you know the emotions when it comes to money and really helpful tips and we've been talking about getting her on before so i think maybe Mm. because i've been thinking a lot about money a lot of people have lost their jobs i've got a lot of questions about money lately um you know i think a lot of people are realizing that they need savings that they need to be no, it's just it's a very fearful anxious time and a big yeah. reason to the, of that is because of money you know how people, yeah. people are going to eat people choosing between being safe and 
going to work like mm-hmm. you know so yeah I think I think we definitely need to do an episode another episode. we've done the one recently, yeah but we, we should get her on. yeah no because yeah. I feel in the same boat like I want to the thing is with me because I've got immigrant parents I look at my grandma and there is a huge difference um you know she's kind of almost illiterate she got a job in a bakery um um, and worked her way up to cashier from cleaner and she's just a badass bitch basically she left the house at 15 i don't think she had shoes like it's wild and then obviously you know she's from chile she's in chile now the difference between me and her and our lives are wildly different so i feel like Mm. i've got that as inspiration to be like it's possible you can push push Mm. your yourself and your career forward and be moving you know up this ladder um but i do think it's true for a lot of working class people that it does feel just like oh we're just staying the same and i don't know i want so much as well to make something of myself to feel secure to you know it's a quite heartbreaking when my mum you know, knows that there'll be nothing kind of passed on, you know, yeah. whereas like we all have friends that their grandparent dies and like you get a shit ton of money or a property. It's just like, that's never mm-hmm. for us. And just, you know, getting very, I think from an early age, me and you both and anyone who's working class going to trying to push themselves, um, you have to just become comfortable that it's harder for you and people have it easier than you. That's yeah privilege and it's it's i've seen it a lot and i also saw it in myself really young i was really bitter that's Mm -hmm. unfair what did i do to deserve it you know you play the victim like oh yeah it is it's unfair it's unfair that i had to get up halfway through my lectures and go to my job so i could eat and then i Mm -hmm. had you know the rich kids in my class like make fun of me or rich kids in my you know uni like making fun of me oh my god you're not taking this seriously because you have to go you know oh my god you look so tired um I bet you went out all night it's like no I was working till five in the morning and I'm here it's nine in the morning I'm here um Mm. I think you can quite quickly become resentful and bitter out of that and I definitely had to do my best to work through that and yeah just got to take it on the chin like yes life is really hard and unfair and that's sucks that's the world that we live in and I don't think it should ever ever be the reason why you stop trying yeah um, and i think that's why we shouldn't compare ourselves because like you know me and you both have friends that are like doing the same thing as us but like maybe their art studio is being paid for by their parents and maybe they're getting help from their parents and mm-hmm. and then you're like wait i've been comparing myself and my journey to you and you've been getting help like what so yeah. you know just as much as um you know and you know what this is another thing while we're on this a huge reason why i had this like full circle moment where i like became really calm with that was um kind of when i started getting i guess noticed i started to have i guess online relationships and also real life relationships with people who had a lot of money for the first time in my life and then you know there's a specific couple of people that either have like a lot of wealth or famous dads or people who are well known and they have connections right and I've seen and I've been in events when you know one specific person 
um, their book did really well. And then when they left the room, everyone bitched about them. Like they only got oh. that book deal because of their famous dad. They only, you know, did so mm. well because of her name. Like she didn't even work. She didn't do anything on that book. And just like this, I was there and I was like, wow, I've seen like the other side of the coin that when you have everything, when you, when you do have lots of money and you do have connections that like it, for me in that moment, I remember thinking, I want it this way. I know that no one can take away that. No one can do that to me because yeah. even though it was really rubbish and I you know, remember being like, wow, like that's really mean. Like I would never say that about someone's work regardless of who they are. Um, but in that moment, it, that's when a lot of that shit just and that bitterness was just like calmed down where I was like, mm. you know what? I, I wouldn't change it because yeah. I am who I am as a product of my life experience and yes things are really hard but no one can take away my hard work away from me like that and yeah that's a really good way to look at it the same you know and and um you know i i i fully know now that money doesn't make people happy um it doesn't make people not cheat it doesn't make people be good parents it doesn't make people you know all of these things that we need as children and mm. we like i said like i have a lot of issues with my dad like well that probably that wouldn't have changed if we had a huge mansion you know yeah, yeah. those those things and so yes if you have bills to pay and you literally have no money and you've got children to feed and you've got no money like your direct problems um will be solved by having money mm. but um i've learned a lot from being around different kinds of people that come from different um and, that, and having those conversations in the girls chat where it was like people who i think have tons of money were saying that they feel in uncomfortable with their partner because their partner has more money i'm like hold up bitch like you are fucking you are so rich like shut up yeah <laughs> she's like yeah. well no that's my parents like i'm working hospitality and and yes i get nice presents for them but like i feel insecure because my partner you know and all the, i think having yeah. these conversations is so important because i obviously saw her as like fine yet she's yeah. worried about money as well so yeah i think it's so important to talk about money. Um, yeah. yeah. But it's like when you first met me, you thought I was like pretty sad. Yeah, and I thought you were loaded. <laughs> no. And I think people get, I think people get, think that about me because of my social media and because I've got a big following and oh, I must be making loads of money, but far from it. Far <laughs> from it, love. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's so crazy that I thought that. I just you know? don't, yeah. You just always just, look good. Like you look like you're so put together and... You just struggled. Yeah. What can I say? You, you look like you, you look like you've got from money. No, but I, I think it is. It's very. It is a very interesting conversation to have with people, and I think it's really important not to judge people on what they look like and what you think they might have in the bank, because it's normally far from it. And it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter um, as long as you're a good person and you're good to other people and you're not a dick that's the Just, thing that's the thing with this guy like immediately I was like and other guys as well I've been like oh yeah you know 
I correlated people that had money uh, with being trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rather than like having integrity and being genuine and like working hard and having a good work ethic, I correlated that with people who were working class and like me, yeah. you know. And so, yeah, a lot of those guys just really like absolute trash. <laughs> so you know, I yeah. think you can be a bad person regardless of how much money you have. And I, oh, yeah. I that's like a learning experience I've realized this year um and you can be a good person regardless of how much money you have and i don't know it's interesting i like being around um people who come from i've learned a lot by like the last few years by being in spaces where there's a lot of privilege and having conversations Mm. and feeling like we can both learn from each other like Mm. i can learn about how to save from these people because rich people are so like they tend to be really good with money right because they're having these conversations they're talking about mortgages from like kids because you know they're like even my friend at uni she taught me a lot about money um because and it was information that was passed down in the family yet mm. i didn't get told about what an overage no. was or or what what a loan was or how to build up your credit like those exactly. were the conversations that we had because my parents were so broke yeah exactly same hand to mouth hand to mouth tons of debts like and so you know yeah it was always the case of like i'm the youngest so all the problems were hidden from me um and we didn't talk about money because they didn't want me to be worried right yeah yeah Mm. oh wow i think this has been a really good episode and i think there's (laughs) there's a lot to take away um um, we could talk about this for hours, but I think my, my phone might die soon, sadly. Yeah, um, no, it's been a good app. We should just but, uh, do it without notes quite often because I feel like yeah. this is the reason why we wanted to make a podcast because we used to just have chats and chats, like deep chats. Yeah. But this is, a, this is you know, we've got, hopefully we've got a lot of amazing episodes planned for the future. Um we've got some good ideas and hopefully soon we can do another live event which probably won't be till next year but yeah yeah we've i think i hope everyone's learned something about themselves during lockdown and i hope people are doing okay considering you know people are losing their jobs and struggling but i think we're just we want to do this episode to you know let all of you know that you're not alone and that you will be okay and you'll manage and just keep fighting and keep working keep doing you yeah yeah no we've got some really exciting things lined up for the future and um you know i think that it's so it's so nice i love listening back to the old episodes Mm. like they've been really helpful for me and yeah um yeah i don't know i just think that we have a lot more cool stuff to talk about and if there's anything that anyone wants us to talk about or any questions like feel free to dm us um, yes please yeah if there's anything we've like touched on and you're like oh please go into more depth about that like yeah. whether it's to do with like you know it could be anything like we're quite open so yeah we're super open except from we've except we've got when I go red <laughs> <laughs> i got so red can you, you believe do. that wow yeah what? was that that's We're definitely just, going in the highlights. That is showing me how much work I have to do. <laughs> it right? is, Missy. It is. I, you need to work on it. 
No, you I don't am. need to be red. You don't need to go red. I hate being afraid. Like I really hate it. So I'm gonna work really fucking hard on that because that needs to be nipped in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well, that was a really amazing conversation. Yeah. Lots of laughs and nearly tears, but yeah, I miss you too. Yeah. Well, I love this episode. Do you have anything yeah. to plug? Do you have anything to promote? Like your Patreon. Oh yeah, my Patreon. I'm trying to get better at it, but I have started a YouTube channel, which is <laughs> gonna be like I'm gonna do lots of fun stuff because I'm really bored of Instagram and I hate it, which you all know already. Um, yeah, just follow my YouTube channel. How about You've got you? Now? Some sick videos on there. Um, I'm gonna watch the one with Ashniko after this because I was like, oh, yeah. Sam. <laughs> I you can find us on socials. Oh, I have my Patreon to promote follow me on patreon mm-hmm. i do like weekly podcasts about creativity yeah. um and what else yeah i guess just keep up to date on the socials and we'll see you soon yeah soon. see everybody yeah see everybody soon bye wait oh <laughs> what, what? <laughs> what i'll see you next tuesday boo <laughs> Oh, see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. We're uploading on Tuesdays, every Tuesday. So we're going to see you every Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye bye. Okay, so oh, that was good. Stop recording. <laughs>